Hello everyone. Welcome to this edition of Clarity Chat. I have with me Mohammad Wasim who moved from being the CIO of Publicis Sapient to taking up a global COE role for business growth. He is an inspiring story of coming from a business family background but then growing from operational to managerial to transformational roles. In today's session, he is going to talk about his learnings from failures early in life, journey of transformation and the role of communication and personal credibility in driving transformation. He is a believer in enabling human potential and he invests a great time building leadership and women empowerment. This is the 8th episode of Clarity Chat podcast and here comes an exciting discussion with Mohammad Wasim. Welcome Mohammad Wasim. Did you know that 83% of technology implementations fail to achieve expected business outcomes? Well, managing technology is incredibly complex. IT covers all processes and everything IT does impacts people in some way. The function is only 3 decades old but changing at the fastest pace. Technology industry is highly profitable with intense marketing. Tech companies have the vast majority of the tech talent not you clarity chat purpose is rooted in helping you solve it challenges for business success to help you decode the complexity to help you leverage partners effectively to help you partner with business more effectively to help you manage change better to help you attract talent you get this clarity via experiences of cios and business leaders shared informally and candidly over a cup of tea welcome to the clarity chat podcast Please share some of your growth stories with us, and please call out some key inflection points which changed you uh, in irreversible ways. I can for sure talk for like almost throughout the day, but you need to like keep me keep me controlled. Uh, when I go on conversation on my on my uh, team, uh, I can be get a two minute window. I take uh, take as five, so that's how how I am. But before I go there, uh, Jagdish, uh, I definitely would want to like you know apologize for my you know all my cluttered background. This is my den. Uh, I love it and uh, I, I breathe better here. Uh, and as like you know somebody said, uh, think uh, some. शायर सेट दैट तुम्हें मेरे मेरा तुम्हें मेरा कमरा सजाने की तमन्ना है मेरे कमरे में किताबों के सिवा कुछ भी नहीं राइट सो आई जस्ट वांट टू स्टार्ट विद दैट and uh, like the growth stories आई मस्ट से दैट यू नो आई हैव आई हैव लाइक टू वेरी डिस्टिंक्ट another three distinct i think characteristics if i can actually call is that you know one is that you know i have lots of failures in my life right but more than the failures i have many leaders and uh, mentors who actually you know made me uh, sail through those points uh, and and when i when i fail i learn and one of the leaders said to me is that you know if you fail to the point that you do not die it's a learning right so that is where uh, that is another big thing right and then after that and and people say that you generally you remember all these bad thing but then you start thinking about out of these bad thing how many good things are there so uh, people like you actually you know note that a lot so i really appreciate that because i generally focus get all the uh, failures in my head but you guys make me feel good and and, and make me uh, feel better by calling those uh, with kind words and the thing with the, the third one was like you know putting lot Lots of effort with lots of honesty. To be honest, right? Uh, that's where uh, you know when you fail, you learn. You learn with honesty, right? And you put the same effort back in. Because lots of time, what happens is that if you pull the, if you do not pull, uh, do not put the effort back in, then you know you would actually come back four steps back, right? And and when you are in that frame of mind, and these are like for like athletes, like marathon runners. I've been a cyclist too, yeah. And I used to do marathon cycle and on on track. The last two laps were the difficult the most toughest and if the guys and 90% would not complete all the laps now if you just continue to push hard right you will actually break the barrier of uh, of failure 
and you get in the side of the success and uh, that happened i i i i did not win for two cycle uh, two rounds then third fourth year second and first so so i think that honest to put that effort towards with honesty is is very important and when leaders trust you they might not trust you the capability that you possess they always trust you the energy and the eyes that the honesty in your eyes because that's what they see and that's how i i have been able to rather i have been very lucky so uh, talk about those uh, so why don't you talk about those two uh, failed laps uh, the rotten the rotten stuff and uh, yeah. your your tea entrepreneurship Yeah so uh, I was growing uh, with the poster of Top Gun in my room yeah and you know and at that time India was getting in the space of slang uh, where you know lots of swear words being used with young guys we decided that you know my friend opened up a, a showroom for of Bombay Dine we saw like you know people come walk in buy and go and why don't we do ourselves we will we'll be like you know we'll be actually rolling in something and as young guys who always want to like you know get after the mula we we got in we got in we created some manufactured or rather stitched i would say not manufactured like a few hundred we got them uh, on the racks of my friend or window they stayed there and and the packing lost color and we were managed we managed to sell i think 2% of what we produced but later on we did not give up we we went to the other part of the city put it on the road the, with a chadar the road and you know and sold it we, we got our money back uh, so yeah i don't uh, hesitate uh, like you know you know i don't shy to save the uh, save the you know embarrassment so, so that was one uh, i did one that so so it was it when i say it's it's i take that tagged as as you know not successful it was basically the desire the outcome that i would want to to achieve it did not come potentially maybe the the posture that at which i was looking was not correct lots of learning right um, and the one and i can host like anybody who's wish to to basically walk and uh, talk to the how the tea is made what ctc stands for cut tear and curl right and how it is basically uh, you know put into different packing and how what is the cost of it each each cut i got i was in graduation i wanted to do something my 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 father my grandfather had trading business was not easy to get way into the space of tea i used to you know carry a sack loads of uh, tea on on the scooter got the packing done and then uh, imagine a person thinking of selling a, a convent education trying to sell to somebody who's on the road who has not has not been educated you, you can imagine you know the conversation uh, difficulties right isko samajh kyun nahi aa raha jab main bolne ki koshish kar raha hu ye chai zyada achhi hai jisme wo kehta hai mujhe rang chahiye main to keh raha hu khushboo de raha hu so it was a tough conversation we tried to lure them with lots of gifts to establish some name in the in the local locality but it did not scale up right uh, because i was catering caviar uh, to to be like, to uh, to some uh, different class of people so so that what happened uh, but yeah that's what actually made me believe is that, you know the customer is the king no matter where the customer is who's the customer he ultimately remains the king whether the person buys caviar or person buys a uh, gutka Uh, now i think i think two uh, good learnings from there you know if you fail and don't die then it's a learning <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a very good one you know as long as you make the honest efforts uh, and i can see that you know that you learned uh, a lot about customers with both your ventures that you know you may have some idea but unless the customer approves that idea you know it is not going to make you money so you better be humble and learn from learn what your yeah. customers want right now you know you came from lucknow you know a land of tehzeeb right pehle aap pehle aap that's right now and and you know you came to delhi which is like you know i mean the only thing that i always i have always hesitated coming from mumbai to delhi is the is the aggressiveness and the flamboyance of uh, flamboyance yeah. of delhi so i can imagine that you know you had tough time adopting so but what, how did you adopt and what did you learn Oh yeah i must uh, this is a good one because uh, coming from lucknow you know where you have lots of uh, what you call say gates to move towards uh, reaching out right versus uh, and and it is basically in every aspect right if I, i love to cook and i can you know articulate the nazakat of lucknow food versus the the aggressiveness of delhi food 
it's it's that is the difference right and uh, when you whether and and the and the, the masalas and the other aspects remain same to so the people who are learning in lucknow or learning in delhi or both are learning the same from the same book but the attitude towards uh, is very different the confidence is very different uh, and when you would want to like spend more time learning and, and sometimes you spend you you basically have that less aggression in you and when i came to delhi uh, i was uh, i was you know i felt timid at that time to be honest uh, if i if i don't have to be you know i have to be honest with you but uh, yeah i was timid i was low whenever i was going i i was i was i found like somebody else was raising quicker hand uh, more uh, answering more questions uh, you know the presence was felt and and i was talking that to the, to, to a friend uncle and he said like you know mujhe lagta nahi i can stay here because i would not be successful i might go back he said like what happened i told him this is i am feeling he said like you know jab kabhi pani mein khade ho na samundar mein to jab lehar aati hai agar tumhara if you stay there tum lehar tumhare mein cross kar jayegi so he said like you know stay there hold up your fort and if you keep on holding up your foot you will find your foot there right and then people will start respecting it is not always the top of your voice the confidence in your voice but later on the long run the subject and the substance matter if you have some substance you will be successful if not today tomorrow somebody will notice you people are looking for that substance so that's what happened and that small nudge actually you know gave me enough confidence to stand up and be there maybe not like as very loud but yeah i was able to communicate my point never used to like let go any point which was not covered and uh, and then it made made me move forward oh that's i that's a that's a powerful story just keep holding your fort know your stuff and yeah. uh, and you know i think slowly you will gain the confidence and you will gain the you know gain the presence to uh, feel being there right so uh, tell us more uh, you know uh, now coming to this whole growth story around starting from an epbx engineer so just give our audience some sense of you know after those failed businesses you know how did you start in it and yeah. uh, and then how did you how did you grow uh, into what you are today yeah by the way uh, i think for the audience i must tell them like you know i also i also hold a very strong fort where i am a very uh, less confident while playing with you jagdish yeah because you are an excellent uh, golf your uh, your shots and your swing are such strong uh, that it just just basically you know fizzles me out but i still holds up <laughs> hold up in front of you just to let you know uh, just in case next time uh, we play yeah competitive you are competitive <laughs> yeah so i think uh, coming back um, my journey has been amazing amazing from the sense that uh, you know i think i find myself very lucky you know when i joined uh, just before sapient i was a couple of years with the icici and uh, with journal office uh, and you know the biggest learning that i used i got the technology is easy and i always say that in past and even now technology is easy is the attitude is the opportunity and how you basically honestly work towards making your opportunity realistic my learnings started i did not uh, i did not you know understood things at in the beginning but later on it it is not reflecting in how what i do. I uh, I used to be part of the IT group and uh, if people know Mr Kamath uh, was the person uh, Mr Kamath who used to lead uh, ICICI bank and he was transforming it to uh, ICICI limited to ICICI digital bank or uh, retail bank and uh, I happened and I have been very lucky to you know get a opportunity when he used to come I used to go and you know solve his problem or carry his laptop to his presentations uh, in north and south block right and I used to do that and my job was you know to put up the screen get the laptop get the slides in get the projector in and uh, the next one was very attentively like a soldier i used to just watch him as soon as he says he nods i used to put the next slides in right at that time he was talking about strategy and what strategy he used to talk about when he was talking to mba graduates uh, the politicians and and bureaucrats i used to just listen right listen because i have to be very attentive to the person because we have to make sure the slide changes but those things were getting in me and that was basically creating a bigger canvas of thinking in my head that did not come real 
guys at that time. But when I started, when I came and joined Sapien, an American firm, very open as a culture from a company where it was very hierarchical, right? You know, I was privileged to meet and go and serve uh, Mr. Kamath from his IT needs. Nobody else was allowed, right? But now I come here and the C- CEO stands in front and kneels down to get his laptop fixed. That was the world that I changed into. And six months joining Sapient, I was looking for a job. Hey, what kind of a company is this where CEO basically, you know, kneels down and see what is happening to his laptop. And he's asking me, you know, order food. And I ordered food. He said, where is your food? But that is what uh, basically, you know, shook me so uh, big time. I said like, no, sir, I have to call his name. So that was a tough six months. Uh, but And I was doing my job. And in, in this such environment, right, you always, you are always fearful, fearful of fear that you might, you know, might uh, not do the right thing, pass somebody else to a, to an APPX and you are trying to solve somebody's laptop problem that doesn't get solved, what will happen, right? And we were actually trying to get uh, used to the American accent at that time. So, as I said, technology was easy, binary, black and white, yes and no, and uh, that started happening. But everybody was building so much of confidence in me. People used to t- do not listen to me when I used to say sir to them. They said, call me by my name. Who's sir here? Right? I said, what the hell is happening? Right? You are getting inside the meeting and everybody takes a step. Our next step when the meeting closure, the leader takes that I am going to clean the room when the meeting is over. Right? Never heard of. Right? So never heard of. So now I get into that culture now. And and that's where I guess the the aspect of leadership started getting infused in me. They were they were putting that that qualities in me so that I when I it, it basically ruptures and create a leader later on he should actually emit all these all these things right and I'll tell you one uh, we were building we built this office in Gurgaon on uh, sector 14 we moved from Jandewala and everything was set we were supposed to go there and cut over and move people and they scheduled it on on, on Christmas uh, week I said for us like yeah, yeah Christmas or Eid or Diwali yeah, we will work right and then uh, then I find like we generally send out of office messages that we out for this and this day. So we got like a, one guy, the MD said we are going out. Then then another IT, my IT manager said, my his senior manager said that we are going out in this week. I said, if you guys are going out, who's going to do the cutover? They said, like you guys are going to do the cutover. I said like, what? Because we are the right at the scratch and the bottom of the pyramid. So why? How can we do it? We will not be able to do it. You are going, you are the Lord. You are going to tell us. Said, no, no, we know you can do it. You figure out how you're going to do it, but we have confidence in you do it right and we did it we slept in office we did it but imagine the amount of trust people built in you once they see that you are good you are good and you are capable and then you can you can 400 people we moved over over that Christmas week and that was amazing right when we started so some one leader comes see we should hire more people like you I said okay then what is the job description like you what is the job description give me a paper you know like you you write it yourself right I said what I would have to write something kind of thing I said okay I'll write it and I I wrote something which is very crude but I wrote it that was the gist and then others basically add the right vocabulary to it and made it clear and then I was I was interviewing and you know I was interviewing 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 I was rejected and then this, this person from hiring I got upset with me I rejected four of them yeah and he rejected and then I said okay I'll, I'll clear the next then this gentleman who gave me this responsibility walked by so what's happening where is my person I said like yeah I'll close the next one he said what what why what are you, why are you saying this I said no, no, she, she got four, I rejected four, she got upset. He said, okay, okay, that's fine. He, he just went away. So, on that floor, the pantry was right across the other floor. In between, there was hiring area. So, this gentleman leader is coming from the pantry. I was going towards the pantry. We were crossing each other next to the hiring area. He said, Vasim, wait. He called that person from hiring. She said, he asked, what is your job? To line up candidate. Vasim, what is your job? To find the right candidates. Continue, can you guys continue to do your job till the time you, have, you have find the right candidate. So he made sure that he sent the message to both of us. Make sure you stick to your job. You would not clear an exam person by lowering the bar. The other guys will not complain by saying that. So that is what builds people's confidence. That what basically puts seed in you so that when you, you are in that position, you are building a team of confidence, right? And now I basically narrate the story of King Arthur's and his knights. If you read that book, there are 11 people. They're going to be a heavy on big armies because 
because everybody knows to do what and when. So those, those are stories um, I tell to my people, my kid a lot. No, I I think I think, I think uh, really really powerful stories, right? I mean, for example, you know, Arun was uh, on the show last week and. Uh, he mentioned that you know some of his uh, deep learnings came from you know similar thing that you know chairman would ask him to uh, attend the board meeting and he would just be there fly on the wall and uh, and and then he kind of just learned and absorbed the strategy and you know i didn't know that you had the same experience it's like am i attracted to the guys who have been attending board meetings early on <laughs> well but you know i think i think uh, some good takeaways here you know a great culture is something you know which is which makes you empowered and uh, it, it it gets carried forward i mean uh, so today i think what you are as a manager as a leader you have a lot of that style that got incorporated that was passed on to you in terms of how your leaders behave with you is how you will you are behaving with your teams now and um, i had a you know i had a similar incident where uh, this was really funny i was an intern and uh, i was supposed to go to the field this this is like the time when i was an excavator engineer and i was supposed to go to the field to learn alongside a experienced service engineer yeah. now guess what the entire office the entire office about 15 people were on a microsoft office training okay. and uh, I was like nervous. I said, boss, what do I, he said, you go alone. Okay. Here is the key to the bike, which is in the field. There is a room blocked for our people in this particular hotel. Okay. And you go and this is the list of customers that you have to visit, like, you know, every day. Yeah. I said, but I don't know. <laughs> like, Come on, you know, go, you know, break a machine down, let it burn. Don't worry. Okay. I'll, I'll manage the uh, shit for you. And yeah. that was like such a confidence booster. And, you know, I'm kind of just uh, reflecting on the same story that afterwards, uh, all my life, you know, I have given the same confidence to each of my subordinates. Go do your job. If there's a mess up, I'll handle it. You know, it's just that one incident that made me... Uh, sorry, you were saying something. Masa. No, no, I think I was just like, you know, same what you said is like the way you uh, basically get the confidence. You know, my, my manager, the first manager that had second was uh, Chuck Hong. He's, he's a he's a peer kind of a guy in, in corporate world. And uh, he, he, he groomed me so that I can meet and reach the level at which I wish and desire, right? But he did not say that he has to reach there before. Because he said that, you know, I do not want to be there, but I will make sure that I will enable you to go there, but I might not be there, right? So, and he said like, you know, my... Uh, my uh, happiness would be is that when you when my enablement make you reach there, I might not be there. So I uh, do that a lot. Whenever somebody says, "Sir, आप खुश हो जाओगे ना ये काम करने," I say, "Like, मैं खुश तब होऊँगा जब तुम वहाँ पे होगे, मुझसे थोड़े आगे." So that's what uh, I think. Uh, that's how the world should move forward, right? Because we would be able to bring a particular uh, to a particular point, and then the next trend have to be taken forward, right? And at <laughs> this like this morning, I exchanged my my clubs with my son. I recently bought a steel one uh, for for people. No, no, like the steel clubs are heavier, uh, but better clubs. Uh, and, uh, and my son was using the graphite one. You know, he was, he's an excellent, uh, you know, he's young, he's excellent, he's flexible. So I exchanged, I said, like, this will be better on you than me, right? And this is exactly what happens, right? Uh, he picks up a five and he drives the five iron like my driver. So, so we have to make sure that when we are talking about enablement, it's not about the gyan that we are giving it. We have to make sure that the armor and ammunition have given for the for them for the new world. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I have a I have a phrase for it. I call it paying forward. So, you know, the mentors that we get, they never they never want it back from you, right? You can't pay pay them back the favor because they have already been there. That's how they are your mentors. So, you know, I think the, the best way to pay a tribute to them is to pay forward. That means, you know, build a few more leaders and whatever favor they did to you, you do the same uh, entering and bestow the same wisdom to uh, the next generation. It's really interesting and uh, I, I again say, uh, Vasim, you know, like Bob, there are many other things that connect us. So coming yeah. back, you know, to my next question, you know, you, your transformation from an IT expert to a transformation leader, you, you know, how you, how you basically, you know, looked at 
building a capability internally and then taking it outside so take us through some of that journey because yeah. you know, one of the things one of the things you know i'm the reason i'm asking you the question is that many a times as it guys you know we tend to be very internally facing okay and uh, we are somehow we think that adding value to the customer or you know delivering to the customer somebody else's job my job yeah. is to like enable them of course you had the opportunity to uh, be in a technology company where what technology you were doing internally you could give it to others but i guess it's easier said than done so so tell us the harder part of it i think uh, it's not hard uh, jagdish to be honest uh, it is just just the dream and uh, sometimes um, how desperately you want it is is like you know i'll tell you one very interesting example i'm not a data i never used to be a database administrator right solaris administrator ebx administrator exchange admin i can do all right then i come to sapient after spending some time and then there is uh, this group called elite group called advanced technologist advanced technology Team. you know what what how i felt in you know i want to be part of that group because they used to get laptop this is like 18 years back they used to get laptop if you are part of that group you will be getting laptop otherwise desktop so i have to go out and like learn database administration prove myself that i can do database administration so i want laptop now so that is what i want and i will work for it i will i will i will beg borrow learn but i will learn right so that is uh, i think uh, and then i think when you are young you really want to like really do that and i i still try to you know be i have that spirit uh, young in the heart i said like ye mujhse har cheez mere se pehle puchho mujhe aani chahiye sabse pehle right i still have that you know nag in my head though it might not you know be very uh, i just now use different set of vocabulary otherwise i was very wrong so when we i was doing uh, i was doing this administration and then the project happens you know there is a bank project that we were doing texas department uh, we were doing for uh, for lloyds bank right and then uh, i said like i'm so good i do this work so well there are a couple of guys doing this so well why are we not selling this as a service we should sell this as a service system administration should be sold as a service to our client because we are good and we will create lots of values and these are the 10 20 things so i went to one of the as i said like it's very open culture and my uh, i think my fear to talk talking to the executives actually you know went away while working with mr kamath right so i don't hesitate to talk to him when people used to fear facing him and then his team right uh, mr uh, sandeep malhotra all the guys who you know like uh, mr bujani lalita gupte so I, i used to like interact with them so so talking to an executive was not a tough time for me because i have talked to like you know very senior senior politicians as well this gentleman comes and we do not we do not have like you know rooms for people to sit as executive executive vps there is a vacant desk the guy will come and occupy it and work from there i went there so he called me for once there was in this is a problem on this account can you solve it i solved it and then um, and he said i will i promise you a dinner i said okay that's fine i'll come and solve it i solved it technology easy right technology is easy <laughs> always then i said like you know i'm so good a few more guys so good you should sell this as a service so and i blabbered like almost 10 minutes on with, with him he said like you know every alternate month i have to call you and give you a dinner bribe to solve a, to fix a problem right go and first get your house in order and then we should talk about something else right and then i'm i promise his name is dr christian oversoul a uh, very uh, humble guy he still meets uh, still meet like we still talk about old things so the, my job was to like what find uh, set up this this thing and now he said get the house in order now imagine a guy who is young wo ghar theek rakhna kahan aata hai jab ghar pe the to maa karte the ya ghar wale karte the jab bachelor mein aake rahe to ghar aise hi rehta tha house in order ka matlab kya hota so when so we started talking ke house in order ka matlab kya hota so then we said like kahan kahan problem aati kyun aati hai problem kyun ho rahi hai so we found out we just say itni problems hain ये तो सही बोल रहा है तो वी हैव टू लाइक यू सॉल्व कैसे करें एक अनार सौ बीमार टाइप वाली बात तो इट्स लाइक लोग बढ़ाने तो व्हेन वी गॉट द पीपल इन देन वी गॉट कैपेबिलिटी इन वी रोड जॉब डिस्क्रिप्शन बाय द वे राइट वी गॉट न्यू वी आर रोलिंग आउट न्यू थिंग राइट वी हैव टू राइट जॉब डिस्क्रिप्शन वी हैव टू राइट कॉम्पिटेंसी हाउ पर्सन विल गेट प्रमोटेड ही हायर्ड तनख्वाह तो हमारे हम नहीं देखते थे छोटे से बहुत उस वक्त किसी का तनख्वाह नहीं देखते सो सो आफ्टर लाइक यू नो ऑलमोस्ट अ ईयर वी गॉट दैट थिंग डन आई गॉट सम ब्रीदर एंड आई नेवर टुक द डिनर बाय द वे ऑल द प्राइस दैट ही सेड लाइक आई नेवर गॉट द 
dinner because in the lieu of dinner i used to like get a meeting for him from him so i'm a, i'm still a businessman huh, by the way <laughs> so he, then i went to him uh, it was london i remember uh, we were actually at canary wharf office i went and i showed a deck and uh, and the deck story is a long story i showed him uh, you know at less than 10 uh, 715 slide deck which when got made was around 83 right so it took it took time for you know chisel it out and for technologist you know the technologist it is very difficult to chisel things out because they don't understand what chiseling and polishing mean right all of us by the way <laughs> letting go anything from us is more difficult right <laughs> so i went to him walked him through there was another gentleman by the name gurmeet singh and uh, he said yeah wasim you know here's your money that you're asking for right and but i'll review your budget i said like yeah review the budget mujhe to sab kuch malum hai maine dekha we were so a canary wharf station i was very happy jovial people could see happiness on my face and then uh, mr gurmeet thinks that why do you think you know you got the money so i said like wow what do you mean by that i answered all his question whatever he was asking i was asking as he was answering him it was like you know i want i wanted to say yaar uske ek ek sawal mere do do jawab maine andaaz apna apna wala type nahi उसके एक एक जवाब सवाल मेरे दो दो जवाब थे तो आई वाज इन दैट स्टेट ऑफ माइंड तो इस अच्छा तो सीम यू नो दैट गाय स्टार्टेड इज करियर एज अ मॉडल Right, fashion model. Then he made a company and he sold. He knows the only business. उसको technology क्या वाला है? Infrastructure का server का server के लावा उसको कुछ नहीं मालूम होगा. तो क्या ये आरिफ मैंने? I said like no, no, you are you are actually joking. He said no, no. I'll tell you why he has given me. He said like it is about your diligence, persistent after his life, and always making sure that what he's asking you are actually answering it and coming back to him even if you were wrong, right? he saw that honesty in you and he saw that you are so passionate to make it happen that's the reason he gave you the money right i said like no this money will go up like it can basically you know damage the budget he said like that amount is negligible for him right he can spend that amount in like five dinners with time so i said like i said then it's it's uh, then i realized then you know then i started replaying right does this guy really understand the technology thing that i was trying to say then i realized that yes this guy you know did not put a bet on on uh, by looking at the dna structure of the horse but how he runs today uh, no absolutely absolutely i think i you know a couple of takeaways for me as well as for our audience is yeah. one is you know this uh, this whole thing you know how desperately you want it so you know again last week uh, when arun was here he he was talking very passionately about you know like he used to go to this customer's office as a as a hardware engineer and you know there would be these edp guys sitting in an ac room and he was like i want to be an edp manager <laughs> you know, so reminded me of that story when you said you know i wanted that laptop If I, if it means I have to learn the DB administration, I will do that. So I think that is, uh, yeah. Sorry. No, no. I said I will learn it. Right. Uh, the journey of yeah. of eighty three slides to fifteen slides uh, is, you know, reskilling myself. You know, twenty times. You can yeah, imagine yeah. again, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it is like you know how desperately you want it. Then you know, coming to, I think you said a couple of times that you know we are so good, we are so good. Why don't we convert it into a service? And you know, then being shown a mirror that you know what, put your house in order. and uh, i think the the very important thing there is that you know don't you don't define how good you are it's you know your stakeholders it's people around who are watching you go and ask them you know, take feedback and calibrate with their eyes whether you are that good right and i think then you know this last one is very very deep one that people are not approving what you are presenting to them based on the quality and the you know the technique the technical excellence of that plan i think they are looking at 
your intent. They're looking at the honesty. They're looking at the passion. And they're looking at, I think, that one single thing. Will you be able to execute? Do you have it in you to execute? And I remember, you know, once I went to my MD and uh, I wanted to do like a a technology which I was like very sure that this is something we can pull it off against something which was like, you know, 70% as expensive. So this was, okay, and I understand like, you know, 40, 50% more expensive. And I went and I pitched to him and uh, he did exactly the same thing. He, he said, Jagdish, you know, I don't want you to give, I don't want to become a reason of your failure. Okay. So what you feel will succeed, go and do that and I'll hold you accountable. I'm like, yes, yeah. that's what I want. But very, uh, uh, very, I think, good stories there. Hey, I am your podcast host, Jagdish Belwal. I had a rich career as CIO at Tata Motors and GE. Now, as an advisor, I help organizations transform with technology. Technology is necessary for digital transformation, but not sufficient. So I help organizations with the rest of it, leadership, strategy, culture, change management, etc. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter. For now, keep listening and don't forget to subscribe the podcast and do connect with me on LinkedIn. One, one. I think leaders also play a lot uh, because this is uh, like success I'm talking about more. But leaders play a huge amount of role when you are actually going through the situation where you uh, that, that has not turned out the way you want it, right? Or the world wanted. it. Right? I remember right, there was one project that happened and uh, that project was, was supposed to go live and we were missing on the dates too. And I was unable to install a server, right? And, you know, I was, I was in the server room. People were seeing me. I was in like, you know, 50 degrees less in the server room always trying to figure out it's not work right and I was going and every day twice a call twice a day I was getting on a call to give the update to the clients you know but ultimately it happened but two things by the leaders that I reflect on that did for me is that they kept me you know not lose hope right you know what they came and said like a couple of leaders is saying you know Vaseem I have a suggestion we can solve this problem it will work like like a charm it's like what he said like you know we should all get naked and dance outside Right around the server, and it will it will work, right? And I'm telling you, this is fact. This is fact, and this leader is telling me like, and he was pepping me up because I was I was not able to do the job. Then that was one part. So I I got some excitement, and then going out and telling every day for like two days, I've been telling you know we have not progressed. First day, second day, third day, you know I think twice it happened. Third call, you know client got bit bit uh, angry, which was fair for the client to get angry. But you know as soon as they saw this happening, you know they came in front of me as a shield, right? And they pro- they said like you know he's doing his job. Come next call. They will give an update. I will not give an update, right? Because this is like you know we, we are taking his time because he's coming here and giving an update. So, we, so you know that they were not trying to get me away from the call, but they were trying to you know protect me from going in a vicious circle of not solving the problem. So that's how all leaders come at Sapien. At least that they, when we on the people on the ground who are working, they come as a shield in front of you when things are really tough. They will take all the, they will take all the, you know, tough. Whenever you are in a, you know, tough waters, rough waters, the place where your boat hit most is the front wave. They stand there. So that they can, you know, save the crew. They they can save the crew so that they can pedal. No, I think I think this is very uh, insightful. You know. Uh, and 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 that's how leaders uh, everywhere should behave. Though they don't, they don't. They kind of tend to pass on the pressure. I think a true leader, the different one difference between you know we always hear this differences between leaders and managers. And one of the differences is that a manager passes on the pressure. A leader takes it on himself or herself. So, Wasim, uh, before I go to the next question, here is a question from Amrinder. He says, what's your reading of the younger workforce on their capabilities, aspirations and culture fitment? How would the IT team composition and dynamics change in the post-COVID hybrid? Okay. See, I think the young uh, talent that is coming in, they are like quite ahead uh, if I really look at it, the way I see it, right? I look at myself versus what they are. They are pretty, uh, we used to get familiarized with IT and then get into IT. They, they are born in, in this digital world. Now, I see uh, a good part is that uh, they have other avenues to spend time. So they are actually demanding a time for themselves, which is fair. 
I I remember I was in London and in a cable and wireless office and we were doing this release and this gentleman who says I have a piano class. Said, what what piano class? Is the release pending here? I don't know. I have this hobby. I have this class. Said, what? <laughs> That's where to go. So I think the new world is actually you know getting into. They are asking for that time, which is fair. Plus, uh, they are very proficient also. Now, what they would need is because they are proficient, they are they are equipped, they are knowledgeable, they have confidence. We need right amount of guidance and enablement to move forward. To make them move forward, to be more fruitful, we might not be as momentous as they are. Right? They will move very quickly. Right? You have to really understand whether you would want to, you know, be the be the captain for long, or you want to give the baton to them to lead on. But how do you train them? I'll tell you on a very good example. Right? A, this this afternoon we were talking to like you know around thousand people across India, the young generation coming out of college. So somebody was asking me a question on uh, cloud. I said, how do you understand cloud? Right? And uh, he said like you know cloud is what first servers they have managed somewhere, somewhere. I said, let me give you a different posture. Right? The posture is that the cloud is going to fundamentally change the world that we operate. It will be like electricity. You would not know what is running at the back, but when you switch on a when a when a plug, the light will illuminate. That is the power of cloud. Right, and you should actually, you know, look at see the different posture. You should be always the janitor who says that we are going to take a person to the moon. Right, not writing ten scripts. So if we start in uh, indulging them into such posture conversation, the, I was lucky. I used to get Mr. Kamath to broaden my view. If we can actually get these people, then they would actually create much larger and bigger canvases for themselves. Just one second, something has fallen. I think it's very windy there. Yeah, because there is a there's a storm coming in oh okay okay it should be good now yeah, yeah so i was telling them and then i gave another example from the movie so i said like i said have you seen once upon a time in mumbai he said no i said like you know you should definitely go and take this as a learning thing movie go watch that movie and see where ajay devgan is buying uh, peru then and see why, what he's doing and then come and talk to me on linkedin right how does he changes the posture of buying a peru of 25 paisa at 500 rupees right so it is only how you basically shift the posture and all of a sudden you'll start seeing things much more clearer much more bigger because i think the talent when you have talent and when you get the perspective with the talent i think the outcomes are great yeah yeah and uh, how that and and his next question was how would the it team's composition and dynamics change in the post covid hybrid model of and and i think he's talking about it team See, I my I tell you like IT teams. Uh, the post COVID IT teams job descriptions are changing. They are when I say changing, they are collapsing into fewer job descriptions, right? And because COVID, there has been uh, the adoption of of cloud and cloud like services and managed services. actually have been put on steroids right and because of which what will happen is that you know when you start getting into these much more modern technologies right the isolation of the old technologies would actually go away it will merge into one and then so is the job description and resumes right like for example like 20 years back there used to be a database administrator storage administrator exchange administrator and then systems administrator there were so many administrators now it is only what software defined infrastructure sector administrator and this is also heading towards you know it's actually heading towards something which doesn't exist because it is software defined the engineers would write code for a retail platform and the retail platform would have a software defined infrastructure embedded in it so it is heading towards irrelevance so the it team have to make sure they are actually looking bit far so that they know when this irrelevance is going to kick in and before that they should actually you know reskill themselves no absolutely and absolutely actually, you know put this in steroids this is going to go it's going much faster yeah i think i think in in uh, my personal view uh you know i think this was like you know earlier infrastructure it used to be only infrastructure like enable people to do some automation then it was slowly moved towards application and now it's moving towards you know more like creating value and you know developing those software products so you know what is happening is that this automation is flowing from the infrastructure side you know from the cloud and then from and cloud then you know, it's moving towards the saas you know software as a service and then you know then you have these low code stuff coming in so you know it's getting more and more consumerized and therefore like i think the it needs to shift towards more driving value in terms of meeting yeah. with the enterprise sources of value trying to create new options and you know technologies and creating those future capabilities 
and i think therefore you know as we can see that these infrastructure roles are diminishing but you know you have like product management roles like you know your agile devops type of roles you know yeah. so those those are the kind of roles the product i mean especially the product manager i think you know that's quite popular role nowadays anyway so coming back uh, we just yes one 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 addition to that i think see the definition through which, which we actually got developed like we got through like it is what a diligent device that never makes right and that's why it was put at the back now that device has moved to board it is basically is the reason for a existence of a company right and there it is challenging and eating up lunches for all the companies that have been there for hundreds of years right so it has to reach to the point so it when it when we talk about the entire technology and digital landscape it has to be relevant to the business to to make sure that business is relevant for future because me is no more blood and blood and uh, flesh i am a digital profile correct correct no absolutely now i think uh, wasim there is a question from imran but you know i want to i want to ask i want to ask my question which should have some answers here and you know this is something you know that i think you are very passionate about which is you know being a student of history and culture and you know how do you drive inspiration from this in terms of organization change so sometime back vijay ramchandran was uh, you know on the on this chat and one of the things he said and he said very strongly with lot of conviction is that the job of it is the mandate to uh, make change happen okay? so that's one thing you should seek from your top manager you know when i was talking to you it's like how does change happen how do you create that you know those catalysts for change because technology is just the enabler it's necessary but not sufficient right so tell us uh, connect your study of history uh, to how organization change happens and how have you used it see i think uh, in the history there is always like you know some tipping point right that make make big change happen and i think for our tipping point in our world uh, is uh, digital transformation right and if uh, the way people say the urgency is that our the urgency is such a big one that you know from getting a, a wheel to car to cycle to car to taxis and rental taxis was like thousands of years right that entire thing got replaced by a small uber coming into play for last week which is much bigger right so as i said when i say i'm not a flesh and blood anymore i am a digital profile that have a persona of different kind right if an organization have to be have to be relevant then those organizations should meet me digitally to my different personas in the right moment and the right sentiment can you do that physically i don't think you can do it right because i now my day is like almost throughout the day like my 5 to 4 evening to midnight i am available but you need to meet me in the right moment and right mood when i am a party animal meet me in a party animal mood i'll buy your stuff right so it is i think it is coming from coming to be an enabler to an imperative aspect now moving forward right somebody was saying that you know if drop up uh, you know drop of water in a room right till one third or one one third or one fourth it will take almost few years but after that it will take few few minutes to you know fill up the room right because it is an exponential thing when we have also our patch that story about that one one rice on a chessboard right so so that is where i think what we actually have to really think is that today if a, there is a has to be a relevance relevance can be only driven in the virtual world right and that virtual world have to be you know handled and consumed now that transformation what uh, as mr imran is asking is that what are the block it is only the mental block that actually holds people from transformation nothing else right if i continue to hold my fort the way i am today i want to hold everything as my close to my chest then it is will be very tough for me to you know move a con- company forward because i am into an instant gratification mode when i'm i'm a customer if company is not answering my instant gratification need and do not want that company to work with me so so company have to make sure that i have to get the so books are going away kindle is coming in because i do my buy like this right i do my buy like this so it is the mental block and I, now i'll talk about what is mental block right so we were consulting to an organization with a still that strategy about you know adapting to cloud when we were saying cloud usually everybody wants to do cloud billions dollars like kept aside to go on to cloud 
you know every department started doing their own cloud strategy right the the network guy they are doing i would do this network strategy then the storage guy said i would do this cloud strategy right and it's like and then we figure out like everybody have like you know there are 20 strategies because there are 20 departments there now how do you handle that it's very difficult everybody is have a very valid reason fighting tooth and nail for their strategy but then somebody have to come and say you know by the way there has to be one strategy all of you guys collapse into one right because in the new world there is no more data centers right in the new world there is no more data center there is only an application that is actually also a micro application so it is it is the understand so what so there are two blocks one is mental block where people want to hold their fort till the whatever time they want and they are actually you know, pushed back in the game and then there is then there is an understanding of IT guys where they say and this is I've seen and I'm sorry I've been rude is that they really love their own server room and data centers and massive infrastructure right and they said this is the den everybody has to come here and bow right and they are not at that time so everybody is coming and learning from them but they are not learning business and if they are not learning business how come you are going to be from an enabler to an imperative differentiator of the company right yeah. so that is i think uh, a long answer but yeah so those are the things that uh, we run into a, we run into this issue a lot yeah. and challenge that is is that we are we as leaders have to invest in our people a lot uh, the way we invest in technology capabilities we have to invest in their business capabilities also what is the value that will create or what a business company will get when you roll out a particular digital asset absolutely and you know i'm like i'm just trying to you know sort of make make a different a little bit uh, different meaning out of what you just mentioned about you know the whole instant gratification world and you know, like meet me digitally and all that uh, the fundamental uh, change that you see between the old way of thinking and the new way of thinking the old way of thinking was very product centric right i have this product take it right and i'll build all kinds of features in it i think the new world is much more experience centric you know so so the whole digital bridge that you build between a customer and your product i would define that as an experience right typically delivered through apps or whatever but that's the experience piece and i think i see when i talk to people i see the biggest mental block is the thinking about the user experience i mean mm. and you know it is it is not just the app like for example you do something uh, email gets sent out you know what kind of email it is how does it address somebody does it say dear customer or does it say dear wasim you know these are very small things but you know all of these kind of fit together uh, into an experience and i think the second thing that you said in terms of you know the people and the mindset i would like kind of again collectively call that as culture like you know if you see the if you see the difference between the startups which are getting into brick and mortar businesses right for example even let's say for example oyo right and uh, you know the the traditional businesses in the same industry i think again the big difference would be you know the culture how they treat their people right how they how they enable and empower their people whereas you know it will be like more of a command and control and the industrial age uh, kind of management style or culture in the other hey but great uh, insights wasim and thank you for answering all these questions now uh, just uh, last question golf <laughs> Oh, I see you're already on time over. Oh my God, you are yeah. a good host. Hey guys, Jagdish, I must say that you're a good host. You keep keep your uh, your uh, guest and uh, and I think audience very engaged off the field yeah, and also right on the oh, field. Yes. You have been doing most of the talking and you are accusing me. <laughs> yeah. I think I think my my guests are generally. you know i mean they have some really compelling stories and and that's what keeps everybody hooked so yeah what what about golf i mean what keeps you hooked to the golf what are some of those learnings you get from golf oh my god okay golf so first of all in my, my entire teens i have played marbles on golf greens right and because in my school field there used to be a golf course and i said what kind of game is this you walk you hit you walk you hit you walk and by the way that understanding remains same with lots of people in my team and whenever we are actually doing this town hall that this is like you know this is how i get uh, i am embarrassed by all my uh, my my fellow colleagues that you know he plays a game that doesn't qualify as sports so that's how this introduced me so it's one person holding up the fort for golf 
but uh, I think it's an amazing game. My my journey started few years back as uh, as as what as as a place uh, as a game that basically you know executive play. And I went to my COO and said like you know and this is like you know I'm talking about Cambridge. I said like I want to buy a golf kit and you know I have got a budget of three hundred dollar. So he thought for thirty seconds and then he said, "You know what? If you have that budget, I would not encourage you to get in this game." <laughs> so I said, "What happened? <laughs> what did I do?" <laughs> and the other one, what was once we actually pitched in for a for a, for a golfing uh, uh, customer, right? They said, "Like, oh, you guys in India, nobody plays in golf in India. So how can we then quote this?" Right? Which was interesting. And then we 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 did like European Tour uh, app uh, for for us. Uh, so. I think one of the uh, thing that golf teaches you is basically it it breaks your ego down. It Absolutely. breaks ego down so big time that you know. And and in golf, lots uh, of people who may not know, uh, you do not, you play against the nature. Yeah, you're playing against a golf course, and a golf course would every golf course would have a definition of of difficulty, and uh, which is measured in numbers. And if you are better than the golf course, you will score less, and you if you are worse than golf course, you will score more. And golf course would have its own contouring and and meandering uh, and hazards, right? And you have to hit a ball wherever it falls, right? And it's very different from what you practice because when you practice, it is just one square table, nothing changes. But when when ball hits, uh, it falls like next to a tree, right? Uh, most of the people, and you can make out from a golfer who's 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 recently joined in, is that the person will also like try to hit as if he was going to hit far from that place. So you have to make sure that you close down your ego, take a tap out, lose a point, and then hit again, right? And it gives you like the other. Part is that um, how you collaborate with a set of equipments of different kinds to fight. So your uh, so your ammunition and armor is your golf kit, whereas golf course ammunition and armor is the wind, is the lake, is the is the trees. So you are fight you are fighting to win each other, right? And um, and that's where that's where it basically you know it asks persistence, right? Any golf tournament is always for four days, right? So and the last four days score some cumulative is the winner, and it doesn't matter how good you are playing on first two days. What matters is how 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 we have scored on the last cumulative last day. So it's not that you have, you have played two good shots, you will win, right? I've seen, and my experiences also is that it is uh, somebody is hitting good, it's good, right? It's also boxing, right? Let the other guy uh, guy hit all the good shots earlier, get tired to make mistakes later on, and sometimes you win by not playing good, but by somebody else is not playing better. So, yeah. so you have to make too much of patience, right? Nineteen eighteen, uh, nineteen nineteen masters, Meloroni and and Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods won because somebody else made a mistake, one mistake, only one point mistake. So that's, that's what it says. Yep, that's what it says. That. And uh, by the way, it is so addictive. I'm spending time, my bandwidth on internet, money, just on golf. I'm more punctual, more disciplined. It make it gets you disciplined also. Very disciplined. If you're not there, not be there. But you know, there's a book that has been uh, by written by Hogan, and the foreword of the book is uh, is done by uh, a sports mag- sports illustrator editor. What he defines golf is, and and I hope everybody is an adult on this session. Golf is a mistress that sometimes loves you. It all the time loves you so much that sometimes distresses you so much that you throw your uh, throw your kid in the in the water. But then he, when it starts loving you back, you buy another kit and come back to play. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, but I think I think I I would agree with you, uh, uh, Vasin. That it's a yeah, I think it's addictive because it's humbling. Okay, and you want to go back and again, like you know, conquer it. You know, it's like you know, Alexander went out and you know he lost, but he again wanted wanted to go back and conquer lands. Uh, but it's a very very humbling game i remember you know the same course that we played in bangalore i took one of my champion golfer friends from pune there and uh, if you remember the hole number 2 uh, it was yeah. it's that 200 and some 80 yards and that's that's how much he drives okay and i said listen you know what just bow down to the course okay hit a 
whatever whatever pitching wedge and another pitching wedge go to the green like yeah. no because he took out his three wood and lost one ball he took out his three wood again lost one ball and finally he said jagdish you were right you know i should respect the course and yeah it's it's a game that teaches you respect and humility hey but uh, great uh, conversation uh, wasim we are like way <laughs> beyond time and um, uh, you know lots of lots of good learnings i i see that you know a good appreciation of how what are the different things that you know you've done you know being rigorous and uh, you know getting mentored well and then you know mentoring people uh, with this and carrying forward the same culture you know that paying forward yeah. uh, learning from your failures so so many takeaways uh, you know i generally to everybody out there who's watching this you know we do a small summary of it about a two page summary of the chat with certain time stamps as to you know what was spoken where so you know you're welcome to read it it generally takes about a day or two to upload it so we'll do that and wasim thank you so much for coming on this chat and uh, you know giving a peek of you know what makes you successful and uh, and what what brought you where you are uh, and i think that's the message you know that all our audience takes back that, you know what is it that they can pick up from it that they can sort of apply and uh, and, and and find the same success So to everybody out there all the best have a good weekend and again once again Wasim thank you so much and Jagdish uh, really thank you so much privilege to be here and it's always a pleasure having conversation with you it's always i don't know like frequency matches very quickly and i hope i've been able to like share something and anything people uh, wish to like have any more conversation I would love to connect on on LinkedIn. So thank you so much and till the next time we meet on the golf course Jagdish appreciate it. Oh absolutely absolutely and uh, uh, thank you everyone for attending this and thank you Wasim bye bye have a great weekend. Wow what an enthralling discussion with Wasim. I hope you loved it as much as I did. If yes Please do subscribe to the Clarity Chat podcast. It's available on all major podcasting platforms. In our next podcast, I will host Venkatesh Natarajan, fondly called VN, the Chief Digital Officer at Ashok Leyland. Watch out for our next Clarity Chat podcast with Venkatesh Natarajan, CDO at Ashok Leyland.